Hey, Lauren. We got quite a show coming up today. It's not going to be our normal uh, kind of quirkiness, although I hope to work some in. I'm, I'm pretty sure I can, knowing this guy's personality. I think he'll be up for it a little bit, but we're going to focus on, well, some heavy themes, but uh, without sounding too self-important, some, well, important themes about... Uh, kindness and positivity and strength in the face of tragedy. Our guest is going to be Eric Housley, along with his wife, Hannah, have founded the Elena's Voice Foundation, elenasvoice.org, if folks want to take a look. And we will hear what spurred them and the, uh, well, the tragic story that brought them to this point. And um, it sounds odd, but I mean, I am looking forward to it. It's, it's, it, it should be a good show filled with um, some good messages. So with that in mind, how are you? Do you want to, well, we'll give the plug and then we'll get on with the show. How about that? That's totally fine, Judd. Whatever you want to do, it's your show. Okay. Well, let's invite people to come to the winery and have a drink and then uh, contemplate all that we will be discussing today. We invite you to join Judd and his family's winery on the south end of Silverado Trail. Judd's Hill Winery, located at 2332 Silverado Trail, here in Napa Valley, California, USA. Visiting information is at Judd'sHill.com or by calling 707-255-2332. Thanks, Lauren. And while folks are online getting the visiting information, I would certainly invite them to have a look at the, the different events that we do. We like to show folks a good time and get some wine into their carts. We always have some interesting new releases, small lot wines to, to check out. And I think we should give folks a deal for being loyal listeners. What do you think? Just type in coupon code JNVS, all in lowercase letters, please, and you'll get 15% off your entire wine order. And if that's not enough, you can join the Judd's Hawaiian Club anytime, day or night. That's right. Get a good deal on the wine. It's free to join. Uh, get invitations to fun happenings at the winery and also out and about across the country and actually all over the world with these trips that we do. So information is there at judshill.com. We would love to see you. And now uh, let's, uh, let's start the show, shall we? And now enjoy the show. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a veritable cornucopia of finkel fun. Get ready for another heap full of fascinating things to know From witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show No stale script and no rehearsing, live from a Napa studio You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show On Judd's Napa Valley Show Judd's Napa, Judd's Napa Valley, Judd's Napa Valley Show Goodbye, April. April's birthstone is the diamond. The birth flower is typically listed as either the daisy or the sweet pea. The zodiac signs for the month of April are Aries and Taurus. And now, live from Broadcast Park in the beautiful Napa Valley, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Chad Fingelstein. Good morning, Lauren Mole. It's nice to see you. And by the way, if you're a Taurus, see your florist. Quoting great line from Kentucky Fried Movie. Anyhow, ah. how you doing, man? I'm doing fine, Judd. Yeah, what are you up to? Uh, been working a lot. You've been over there at uh, Knob Hill being courteous as a clerk? For 25 months now. 
Has it been that long? Yes. You made the switch from uh, South Napa at Rayleigh's to North Napa, Knob from, Hill? From 319 to 623. No, what is that? The, the address, I imagine. No, th- those no. are various code names that we use Oh, for throughout the company. I had no idea. You're giving Each away... Each store has a different number. Is this proprietary information that should be uh, out there? Are, are we giving away family secrets of the uh, Knob Hill Rayleigh's grocery family? Uh, you know what, Jen, <laughs> I, I don't see it that way. No, no, probably not. That doesn't sound like anything too private. So I always recommend, folks, pop into to Knob Hill and see Lauren Mole live and in person. He will be very cur- courteous to you. That's right. And uh, also... Me and uh, Napa Valley Voice is led by uh, Cindy Skinner. We just uh, started doing some private concerts that uh, we're now doing. We're doing our own version of America's Top 40, but instead we're doing Wine Country's Top 20 Countdown. And Cindy Skinner, the director of Napa Valley Voices, has designated me as official DJ. Well, who else? Exactly. My uh, point. There, you can't come up with another name. It, it's you or no one. Well, I do have a backup uh, on standby in case if he uh, if, well if I can't make it okay that's good always got to have a plan B so that's where right. can folks see you is it at one of these uh, performances is it at a Giants game coming up what's what's happening we're, we're doing that them at uh, at retirement homes around around Napa and actually we're doing a performance at one of the advertisers here yeah on KVOI but I can't say it on the air okay that's look I leave that to you but these big arena gigs that you have. I know well, you did that, one in March. That's everybody's a star. Well, sure, I know that, but do you have any of those coming up? Uh, not at the moment, but uh, I'll, I'll let you know. Well, if someone wants to see your professionally made music video, tell us about that. Everybody is a Star is a nonprofit organization based in Sonoma that helps special needs individuals like myself uh, showcase our talents in professionally made broadcast quality <laughs> music videos. It's true, folks. Uh, you got to see Lauren Mall. He's there. Everybodystar.org is the website. Yes. And you can click and see our own Lauren Mole in the video for I'm Finding You Somewhere. It's Michael Bublé's I Just Haven't Met You Yet. Oh, gosh. I can't seem to get the title of that song right. But nevertheless, it's a fabulous video, and um, you shine in it, sir. You are a star. I, oh, thanks, Jen. But I got I to gotta admit, though, part of my video was actually filmed at the radio station in... No, 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 don't say it. No, I'm not going to say it. Okay, in that case, let's move on. It was at a show. different one. Yeah, a different station, of course. Yeah. But, so, uh, uh, so what's been going on with you, Judd? Uh, just enjoying springtime here. It's beautiful. Um, allergy season, so... <clears throat> but other than that, uh, it's it's gorgeous day in Napa Valley. We have our Judd's Hill Springtime Bonanza coming up. This is always a fun and popular event. And it will be at the winery Sunday, May 19th. From noon to 2.30 p.m. And this is a showcase and benefit for Napa Valley Youth Symphony. So we will have, uh, we'll have a group of kids, youth, excuse me, a group of youths uh, playing their instruments. I'm not sure if it's going to be, we've had anything from a trio to, uh, I think, an octet. So I'm not sure how many will be showing up. But it's always a treat to hear these uh, talented young folks playing Music. Uh, it will be at the winery Judd's Hill, the south end of Silverado Trail. Again, Sunday, May 19th, noon to 2.30 p.m. It's $55 to attend for all kinds of great entertainment and other goodies. You can get information at Judd'sHill.com. Click on the events tab. And by the way, if you're a wine club member at Judd's Hill, it doesn't cost $55. In fact, it's free to come. So a great reason to join the club. Information RSVP um, can be had uh, by going to the website event page. All the information is there. 
that's all I want to talk about right now because I really want to get to our guest. Well, sure. We have we have things to discuss, and I'm I'm looking forward to talking to you. So, would you mind, please, uh, Lauren? Our guest today is a local businessman, family man, and a man with a mission to effect positive change in our community. We're honored to welcome Eric Housley. Okay, Eric Housley. Welcome, sir. Thank you. It, good it, to be here. It's really nice to see you. You're somebody whose name I've known for quite some time, having grown up here in Napa Valley, as have you. And as Lauren said, you know, a local businessman, you're involved in quite a bit. Uh, you have the ranch market, which is near my house, so I'm often there. And I think I've seen you over there, but I've never had a chance to meet you until a couple days ago. Uh, we got together and talked a little bit about what we're going to talk about today, and I thought we should we should be doing this on air. We should be getting as wide an audience as possible, which you've been very good at getting, but here's just one more one more avenue. So Yeah, absolutely. Without any further ado, I don't know if you just want to take it from here, because I've I, I got to admit, I'm not exactly sure how to uh, start the conversation. Well, I, I appreciate you having me on, Judd. It was nice to actually finally meet you as well. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize you were so significantly older than me, so that makes me feel <laughs> a little bit better. Um, maybe not significantly. Come but, on now. But, but, but Come on nice now. <clears throat> no, it was uh, nice to actually be neighbors and not realize that that we hadn't met each other after yeah. all these years. So it was good to, good to see you. Yeah. So we, um, yeah, kind of born and raised here and, and grew up in the Valley and, and have been, uh, blessed to have as much support from the community, um, as we have with everything that's been going on. So, uh, it's been, it's been a nice, uh, a nice uplifting event in a pretty, you know, pretty bad situation. So, yeah, um, you and your wife, Hannah, uh, have founded Elena's Voice Foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and folks, if they want to follow along at home, the, the website is elenasvoice.org. And do you want to talk about the circumstances which led to this? Uh, yeah, do you I want... mean, it, we, can, we can talk about anything. I'm used to it now. Yeah, I would imagine. I... Nearly six months. But uh, yeah, so um, and especially after the events in the synagogue on, sun, or on Saturday that are so mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, apparent of what's happening in our country and continuing to. So in uh, November 7th, we got kind of a dreaded call uh, first early in the morning of November 8th that our daughter – um, was at Borderline Bar in Thousand Oaks, and uh, mm. the inevitable kind of happened, and we got on a plane and went down to L.A. She was a Pepperdine freshman, uh, a, a vintage high graduate of last year, so she was a freshman there, and um, we got on a plane, flew down there to you know hear the, the news that no parent should ever have to hear, and from that point, it's been kind of a, a wild ride, to, to be honest with you. But it's been um, it's been surreal, and the community has been amazing to really lift us up in the way that they have, and support us to a manner that has been um, very helpful given given the situation. So, in that, everything has kind of fallen into place for us. Uh, with in terms of, I I was on an interview I believe with CBS way like two days after the event had happened, and on national nightly news and interviewed with them and. It just kind of popped out of my mouth that, you know, mark my words, Elena's voice will be heard. And um, and then then a friend sent a, a great little motto to my wife and I on Facebook that said voice of song, voice of strength, voice of spirit, voice of change. Because Elena was, you know, she was a singer, but she was a leader. She was, a, you know, she was a, a 
an ambassador of kindness, you know, similar mm. to your daughters, uh, mm. who are awesome, by the way. Loved meeting the two of them. Thank you. Well, we'll get into that in a little bit. And, uh, uh, thank you. So it was, um, you know, uh, so that became our motto immediately. We've we've already developed the vision statement. The board's kind of coming into place. We're looking to do some things to try to create change in our society to know that while there is this these sad things that happen, uh, we can't turn away from the goodness in our in our communities. And and uh, so hopefully that will change. Um, well, it's, so. it, it's admirable. I, I, I can't even begin to imagine. Right. Because I also a father of. Uh, of um, you know, two daughters it doesn't I guess matter if they're boys or girls. When you're a parent, you're a parent, and to, I, you know, sitting here, it's hard enough uh, for me just to hold it together to continue this conversation, but to not just turn inward and selfishly claim the rest of your time just for yourself, you're really getting out there and um, talk, and if you don't mind, I'd like to. Read this straight from the webpage. Yeah, this yeah. is a, a quote from you. It says, We created this foundation to make change in our society. We are broken. Mental health in our country is in a downward spiral. What can a small act of kindness do on a daily basis to help one person? The foundation believes stopping one act of senseless violence in the future may not be measurable, but it is worth saving one more life and one more family the heartache be the positive change. So you're leading the charge. I mean, instead of just, uh, I mean, I would imagine, I would hope I, I wouldn't, but I could see it being very easy to just want to crawl under a rock and let the world pass by for a while, but you are, you're not. And, uh, I think that's worth, uh, kudos. And I appreciate that just as a, a fellow person in this world, you're out there trying to affect this change well thank you yeah it's um it's difficult i mean my wife and i have always enjoyed traveling and you know there's always the fear of travel with everything going on in the world Mm and uh frequently my father would be like are you sure you want to go to this place like it could be dangerous and i said we're not going to live our life uh in fear because we can't i mean how do you ever really get to do and see all the things that you want to see in your life if you're fearful um, you know, hearing even Lauren say that he's out doing a music video is awesome. You're like he's going out and doing something that's stepping out of a box, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, in the words of, I believe, Brene Brown is courage starts with vulnerability. Like you have to have mm-hmm. vulnerability to be courageous because you're putting yourself out there in the risk of failure or heartache or something happening. And um, so we um, we've been lucky enough to be surrounded by people that have been extremely uh, supportive of us. Uh, We had great um, advice early on of how to, you know, just take every minute, uh, go second by second, you're hungry, eat, you're tired, sleep, you know, when we first were given the news. Um, And then we were surrounded by people that were supportive of us. And so we had that from the the beginning. Mm -hmm. And that made me start to think right away is, is, is something as simple as kindness. Um, if it's that simple, why are we not doing it more often? Um, you know, I had said on that first interview is what if somebody had just, you know, bought the guy a coffee or said hello or asked if he was okay that day, does it take someone who's suicidal at that point off the ledge? You just don't know. We spoke about this, I think last week, uh, how with with Don DeFusi. Well, there was a, there was a, 
so maybe it was the week before. I don't. In the past couple of weeks, this has come up. Was it with Don? But the the point is, there was a kindness event up in St. Helena at the Cameo Theater. Uh, there was a short film about Dick Grace shown, and then a panel including Dick Grace and um, all the work he's done around the world with children. And he said that he has a custom ring that he wears and he had it customized and it shows uh, a sun rising on one side because no matter how dark it is the sun is going to rise and that's a beautiful metaphor and then there's also uh, a bridge the golden gate bridge and he talks about hearing i don't know if it was from the film the bridge which deals with people who jump off the golden gate bridge or in an interview related to that but he said he heard a woman speak who was Literally in in the process of jumping, and uh, people were able to grab her because she stopped for just a brief moment. She hesitated, and later when she was recounting, someone's you know what caused your hesitation? Because uh, she was just set to go, and she said, "Just before I went, someone walked by and smiled and said good morning." Mm-hmm. Changed her life, mm-hmm. saved her life. Yeah, I can see how this could have saved many. Mm-hmm. Had somebody uh, reached out or just smiled and said a kind word. I don't think I'm op- oversimplifying that either. I think it can be that powerful, mm-hmm. the smallest little act. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and, you know, you, you've probably told the story before, but even just hearing Ruby and Tallulah tell the story about the, the uh, worker at the state capitol, it yeah. it's amazing of how simple little things can – uh, change someone's outlook that day. And uh, it's, it's uh, I, I know that this is completely theoretical and it's, you know, it's just kind of where I see it is the amount of these types of acts of violence that have increased. And I, I, we don't see this as a gun violence issue. We see it as a hate issue hmm. because it didn't take Timothy McVeigh to, to take a gun to, you know, to the Oklahoma City building. Yeah. Uh, it didn't take the man in Barcelona who drove a car into the plaza and, and took out people there. It's, so it's it's just absolute, just sheer hate and fear from those people is what are they so fearful of that would make them get to this level? And so we just started looking at it and saying, how do we um, try to try to push for change? And and I on the theory side, I I really have seen the increase from what I'm seeing in the numbers in the last 10, 10 to 15 years. And with that has become this um, in incessant need of constant technology uh you know people are on their phones it used to be taboo to take your phone into a a restaurant and now it's expected right um well not not in my circle it's not but uh, but but at least not on the table right and and Mm -hmm. you say it i i I was at one of my conferences and they came out and said that uh they did a survey and they had everybody they did uh um they did this multiple times over, and one group had the phones with them. The second group uh, had the phones in their bag but not on the table but mm-hmm. in the room. And the third group had no phones anywhere in the room, so out in their cars or whatever, but no access to any kind of technology. Every time it was a 40% difference between the ones with no phones and the other two groups. The other two groups, it was almost unnoticeable because they're still distracted with, oh, maybe I got a call, maybe I got a text, whatever. But the ones that put the technology completely out the room – and then you look at the constant 
issue of social media. But they, I'm sorry, it was 40% what more engaged more, in the uh, more more. Uh, they said the levels of creativity, oh, the oh, success rates, the completion rates were 40% more effective. Hmm. Um, and it's it, not surprising. It, yeah, not surprising at all because of the distractions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you add something like social media that you know you may be posting on the "Hey Hawaii was fun" that you had from last year, and somebody's upset, going, "Man, Judd's in Hawaii again. How does he get to go to Hawaii every other month?" Right? Yeah. But so then it puts people into this depressive state because we're lazy. We don't read all the details and see that's a one year ago memory, or you know. And it's very rare that people. I mean, they do, but it's rarer that they post about things that aren't so great in their life. So everyone looks like they're always having such a great time. That's right. all they post. I get that. People say, wow, what a life you have. I, I don't even post half as much as what most people I know post. I say, if you only actually knew, you know, that's not really my life. Yeah. I don't think this is really anybody's life. Yeah. It, it, anyway, that's an amazing discussion we could have. And yeah. we should sometime about the false reality that comes out of uh, social media. But I see that there can be a, a tie in here. I mean, mm-hmm. how does that affect yeah. others who are – Yeah delicate yeah especially when uh, a big portion of this we we are are strongly believing that the mental health in our society is struggling and you know these incidents are happening for people that are mentally ill um, and there's a lot of other people reaching out but don't have access or don't know who to contact and sometimes those people just need somebody to walk up and say hello and other times it's much deeper um but um yeah we're really wanting to try to focus on mental health uh, in the area, specifically here in the Napa Valley to start. And then Elena's Voice Foundation uh, will also, we look to do scholarship where we're trying to support education and music. And then, you know, the the primary is the acts of kindness or mm. the pay it forward movement and things of the sort. So um, hopefully to create tra- change long term. So And music as a as a tribute to Elena, who was very involved in music and musical theater. and Yeah. Which is a wonderful way to engage with others and express creativity and um, certainly not feel isolated. Right. To find like-minded people to yeah. support and ah, – Yeah, music, a, music heals as we, yeah, we've yeah. seen and it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great way to get out to it. The music's spoken to us in many ways since everything's happened and it's really been uplifting for us. So sometimes somebody just taking the time, turn it all off, turn some music on, just relax – catch your breath for a minute and maybe yeah. some people that's that's their way and mm-hmm. you know not everybody needs somebody talking to them you know yeah, uh, yeah. so there's a beautiful song composed for elena by gordon lustig have you yeah you've heard this song gordon uh, was a uh, gordon was my son's guitar teacher yeah and yeah, then he i yeah and then he worked with elena for a little while mm-hmm. on piano and uh so he turned to me after i think the second lesson he goes uh she's really like she's really gifted at this. Yeah. I go, what do you mean? He goes, I don't know why she just picked it up. And so he was giving her kind of the theory stuff that would make no sense if I said it right now. When he <laughs> says to me, like after D sharp, you have to go F and she just picked like, she that's just Gordon going, though. That's why yeah. I had him come in when they wanted a second level ukulele class at the college. Like I'm not qualified to do that. Gordon join me. Cause he can speak like that. He's our musical director here on the show. He, yeah. that was him singing at the beginning oh, and playing the ukulele. Okay. And- I didn't know that. So, um, I've known him for a long time. I, and now I'm kicking myself that I don't have that song ready, but with your permission, we'll put it on the podcast version. Maybe Absolutely. at the end, we'll close yeah. with that song. Absolutely. Gordon sings in her honor. 
Okay. Yeah, absolutely. No, Good. he sent that to me, gosh, just a couple of days after her murder. And yeah. it was very cool to see it. And, and uh, he, he told me that the original intention was to have like a full orchestra and choir and everything. Yeah. And it, like he had multiple layers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't, you know, I, it was just very cool of how he did it. And we really enjoyed it and appreciated the effort and everything that he did. In, but he's a very talented uh, musician, so it's nice to have him in our community. There's no doubt about that. We're honored every time he joins us in studio and the fact that we have some of his uh, work to play on the show. Not only is our theme song, but this tribute that we will add to the podcast version. We do have to take a break. So yep. I know you have to leave a little early, but you can stay for a few more minutes, yep. yes? Okay, great. You're listening to Judd's Napa Valley Show. We'll be right back after these messages. La, 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 la. Everyone's a Finkel friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. 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 You're listening to Judd's Napa Valley Show. You're listening to 1440 KVON, the voice of Napa Valley. Now, back to Judd's Napa Valley Show. Thank you, Lauren Mole. And that musical tag we just heard was uh, by great uh, L.A.-based monster jazz studio session touring drummer Chris Wabich. I love that little... uh To me, I think it's a little goofy, but in in the best possible way. And I think it's slightly tongue-in-cheek. But uh, he swung by yesterday. Hadn't seen him in a little while. He was in town, played a gig at uh, Charles Krug post-bicycle race or charity ride. What was it? I'm blanking on what that was. It was the big... Was it the Cycle for Sight? Wasn't that last... Was that just this weekend or was that last weekend? Or is it the Grand Fundo? Oh, man. I am so confused when it comes to bicycle races. Anyway, he was up from L.A. playing that, so we came by the winery. We had a nice chat, and I told him I often play uh, his uh, little tag there. So um, do yourselves a favor. uh, Go online. Look up some YouTube videos. Chris Wabich, W-A-B-I-C-H. You're going to see an incredible variety of music, and the dude is just one of the drumming greats. Anyhow, we have uh, Eric Housley here, and we were talking about uh, Elena's voice. Um, folks can find out more at elenasvoice.org. And what would you like to see happen with the foundation? You touched on a few things that are, are some goals, but uh, are there some big picture, next level achievements you'd like to see uh, happen? Yeah, I mean, uh, the political uh, push from Elena's Voice is to stop the media from promoting the the names of these people mm, yeah. committing the acts of violence. So, uh, and actually yesterday I was at the gym and happened to take my earphones and I'm watching Anderson Cooper on the treadmill. And, uh, and when I was on it, uh, the, the rabbi was on and, and Anderson Cooper even refused to say the man's name, um, which was nice to hear too, that mm. it's starting to spread. So hopefully good, we good. stop doing this as an, an act for these people to try to get their, their name out there. In terms of the foundation, um, we're looking to, like I said before, is promote through education and, um, and music of scholarships. Um, and the primary focus is the spreading of kindness. So we, our motto is kind of the kindness matters uh, that we have yeah. out there, similar to the girls uh, be kind. And, um, so we're looking to try to help change society in that way. And hopefully we, we start heading in, 
in a more positive direction that we don't start accepting that these things are just going to start happening all over the place. Well, you and I share that goal to be sure. So kindness matters. Be kind. I know we were talking the other day about doing some things together, which I think is the best idea I've heard in a long time. You know, be the positive change. And if we can work together, uh, there's that other motto I hear bandied about. We're better together. So I'm looking forward to great things uh, with you and and Elena's voice and be kind. What did I bring up during the break? We started talking. I said, maybe we can talk about this. And this is how I'm affected. My brain. This is usually usually when Lauren (laughs) says, take your time, Judd, because sometimes when things get emotional, I get a little flustered. But yes. You had mentioned about uh, what we're looking to do. Put me on track. Yes. Do we need volunteers? Do we need support? What what can folks do? Thank you. So we've had great support from the community and uh, all over the world in terms of the fundraising side. So we're on a good good start. Uh, We're trying to be very good stewards of that money and how we handle it and how we get to create as much change as possible, especially when we start talking mental health in the Napa Valley. I mean, the amount of money we've raised probably wouldn't even put a dent in in anything uh, if we tried to spread it too far because yeah. of how costly it is. And so in terms of that, in terms of volunteers, uh, tons of friends and family have reached out and said, we'd love to help. We'd love to help. And Hannah and I just kind of you know, said we we just need a little time to catch our breath yeah. uh, to make sure if this is going to be a long-term catalyst of change, we don't want to just go out there both guns blazing um, and, uh, and, and, and go too hard because we also have to pace ourselves yeah. um, while still dealing with the emotion and everything um, of the loss and then and then still being parents to a 15-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. So we need to create some as much normalcy as possible for the family uh, as well. So the foundation is is we're definitely going to be looking for volunteers and we're going to look to do some music-type events and and kindness events that, that we'd like to, like I said, partner with um, the Be Kind Girls and, and uh, Be Kind Napa. And uh, I think just it's a matter of pacing ourselves that we don't get caught up uh, going too fast. So right now we're basically saying anybody interested, definitely let us know. And then when we really got our feet on the ground and, and everything sorted, then we'll say, okay, now, now we're ready. And then at that point we'll kind of do a call to action. So, And folks can contact you, I'd imagine, through the website. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Elena'sVoice.org, A-L-A-I-N-A, Elena'sVoice.org. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was, that's the best way to contact us uh, in that way. There's a lot of people that drop by Ranch Market and oh, yeah. then, or leave a message or, or El Posto or something of the sort. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's not, not hard to find me. You want to talk about the bracelets, which you can pick up at Ranch Market? Yeah. And so the, the bracelets, uh, the first version just had Elena's voice on it. Uh, and then the second voice on both sides, the second version we did the Kindness Matters mm. was because we didn't want to – didn't want to overstep with the be kind, which oh. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, we we're going to maybe do some half and halves. Yeah, uh, for I love the new that bracelet. idea. To do a be kind in red on one side and the Elena's voice mm-hmm. on the other. So we've talked about doing something fun in that manner. And uh, my wife and I have always commented how we love the ones that say "Say amable" just because of the community. You know, absolutely. Uh, because wearing we are, one right we are, now. Yep, we I, are, I'll give we this to you. One. Why don't you take this? You you could use that. I, Here you go. I had mine yesterday. Thank <laughs> yeah. you, sir. I had mine yesterday and walked into Whole Foods, and one of the ladies said to me, oh, I really like your button. So I took it off and gave it to her. She goes, why are you giving it to me? I said, that's the rule. And then she says, well, if somebody asks me, I'm not giving it up. And I was like, okay. You know, I've accepted that. At first, like, what do you mean you're not going to give it up? But, But there are so many folks who take it very personally. 
and it has very special meaning to them. We spoke uh, early, earlier when, when you know, a couple days ago, I guess it was at this point, about there's a young man at Target who works at Target, mm-hmm. and he's always wearing his Be Kind button. Mm-hmm. And uh, I brought it up to him, and um, I always say, I love your button, and yeah. you know, now he kind of knows who I am. And he says he knows that many people pass it on. Yeah. If someone comments, but he doesn't. And you seem to have a little insight to this young man. Do you want to talk yeah, about that? Yeah, Abe uh, was a friend of Elena's. Yeah. Um, and I believe the story was that she gave her button up for him. Mm-hmm. And so uh, yeah. he had asked for about the button, and so she gave it to him. And uh, Elena and Abe had gone to school together for a while. And a very nice young man, been working yeah. at Target for a long time. And and uh, so I think we, we need to get him a, a whole bag full of buttons. Then that way he's all sorted out. For as I, long I as think it's a great it. idea. He's always wearing it. And, yeah, he doesn't give it out because it has a very special meaning to him. Yeah. But But you can tell he takes it to heart. Yeah, because he is one of the friendliest, helpful. Yeah. If, if you're having trouble at the self-service checkout yep. there at the North Napa Target, yeah. he'll be right over to help you out. Yeah. So, but, it's, but think about yeah. it: when we walk into retail establishments now, is imagine how frustrated you get when you leave certain places, and specifically, not to call them out, but Home Depot is if you find somebody on aisle 24 but you need something on 26, don't ask them because they don't know and they're not helping you, right? <laughs> and it's a frustrating thing. So when you find a person like Abe who who goes out of their way, it's like, mm-hmm. thank you. Like, Otherwise, you walk out frustrated and instead you just walked out going, oh, well, that was really nice of him. It's Absolutely. a simple, and it's, simple fact. And not to make be callous, but it's good business. Yeah. It's good business. Yeah. You know, I have a much – more pleasant attitude towards that store that he became a face of because mm-hmm. he was so pleasant. It's like when I go to Knob Hill, it's not that I normally have rude service there. Actually, I can't remember ever having rude service at Knob Hill. But when Lauren Mole here goes out of his way, and it's not just because he knows me. He does this to everybody. He says, can I help you find something? Oh, yeah. Where's the – it's over here. Let me take you. And you know he makes sure you're well taken care of. Can I help you out? And I, you know, I really like going there. This guy is yep. – he's engaging. He's friendly. He's being kind. It makes a world of difference in the business world as well. Again, I want to be mindful of your time, so I'm not going to get too much into this bit. There's often a time where I ask a very personal question, but I figured we've gotten personal enough. So I'm not going to ask you the question. Well, I'll I'll tell you what the question is, and that question is, uh, Eric, uh, do you go nuts for donuts? That's – so I'm going to give you this box. We're not even going to get into it. We have a box of donuts as a way to say thank you for being on the oh, show. thank you. We often do a little comedic bit and have some follow-up questions about which donuts you choose. Well, actually, show us which one you might take. All right. Uh, open a maple that bar in there. It's done. Ooh, Did I even open it yet? Did you? Oh, no maple bar. I'd, well, I'd go maple old-fashioned. There you go. Oh, wow. Close no, enough. That, no, 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 no. No, that is the become the official donut because we need to tally it up well into the 90th percentile of our guests choose that maple old-fashioned from uh, buttercream. It's delicious. So we kind of talked about are we going to do this, are we not going to do this. I think let's do this. You know, I met you the other day and I got to know you as a guy who uh, – you know, despite what we've been talking about already, you, you're a positive dude and you've got a good sense of humor. That came through very clearly earlier today before the show started. Again, I could tell the guy's got a good sense of humor. You seemed up for this. Okay. Something we do with all our guests. Let's do it. You want to do it? Yep. Should we play a game? Yep. Let's do it. All right. In that case, here we go. And now it's time to play everyone's favorite. <laughs> 
seems so strange segueing into this, but it's always good to add a little levity towards the end of something like Absolutely. this. Okay. Now it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Madeline. All right, Eric Housley. We're going to play this fill-in-the-blank word game. You, 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 you came in ready to go, so we're going to do this. And uh, the first word I'm going to need is an adjective. How about slimy? Slimy. All right, we got slimy down. How about a geographic location? It could be anywhere you could possibly imagine. Katmandu. Oh, that's a good one. I don't even know how to spell it. I'm, I'm not sure I do either, but I can read that anyway. A plural noun? Chihuahuas. <laughs> because they're the dogs that everybody wants to yell at. <laughs> and they'll yell right back at you. <laughs> Another plural noun? Muddy monster trucks. Ooh. Muddy? That sounds like something I should be saying before going on air to warm up. Muddy monster trucks. Muddy monster trucks. Muddy monster trucks. Okay. Another plural noun? Boogers. <laughs> oh, jeez. I saw Judd's shirt. It was green. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. Kind of a swirly <laughs> green. Uh, yeah. The little Hawaiian. Oh, Sorry, Lauren. Sorry, Lauren. No, no, no. That's good. I, I'm, I'm honored that I could inspire that answer. Another plural noun. How about hookers? Hookers? Yeah, like the fishermen. Oh, fishermen. Yeah, yeah. Hookers. Exactly. <laughs> Another plural noun? Harry bald men. <laughs> Plural, Lauren. Airy bald <laughs> men. You've played this game before. I can tell you. You know what works. Another plural noun. I need a, You need a couple more plural nouns, huh? Uh, mm-hmm. How about dirty flip flops? I like that you add the adjectives. It makes it so much more colorful. Dirty flip flops. Another plural noun. Long braided belts. Remember those cowboy belts they used to wear? They were, yeah. I went to school in Arizona. I know them oh, well. you know. Long braided belts. And finally, sir, another plural noun. Dreadlocks. All right. Dreadlocks. Here we go. Well, Eric Housley, earlier today I was on the internet and I happened to find the webpage for your very own ranch market with uh, two convenient locations oh. to serve you in Napa Valley, uh, Solano Avenue and uh, Washington Street in Yonville. It's Washington Street, right? Yep. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. great. All right. There on that website, there is a tab that says About Us. And Uh-oh. you've just rewritten part of the Ranch Market story <laughs> via this Mad Libs game. Are you ready? I am ready. And thanks for indulging this. I yes, appreciate absolutely. it. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Your folks are Art and Judy? Yes. Okay, good. I just want to make sure. So here we go. Art and Judy Housley decided to start Ranch Market Napa in January 1976 with the vision to provide a slimy market in Kathmandu. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. That's That's off to a good start. Fairly fairly appropriate. Yeah, yeah. As a family in business, we have and continue to support youth chihuahuas, and community muddy monster trucks. That's you know I haven't seen enough <laughs> muddy monster trucks in front of the ranch market. Could you please up that? That would be fun. I'll take my kids out to see that. We look to provide our customers with a selection ranging from local boogers to hookers, 
<laughs> Only the finest local boogers. Ooh, I shouldn't say that. Dr. Johnny Fever got fired for saying that word on WKRP he in did. He Cincinnati. Did. That's I right. Oops, that. Sorry. I hope nobody's nobody here at the station is listening. Okay. It's Fisherman. That's right. No, it was the other one, Boogers, he oh. got fired for oh, saying. Oh, wow. Okay, so a selection ranging from those two. Uh, you also have a Harry Bald Men to Dirty Flip Flops. And, oh, I think we missed. Can I have one more? Oops, now you know what we're getting at. Was, did, I, did I skip a – was there one more? I've got it. Tell me. Give me the finger. Like, point uh, at a, me when you read it. A plural noun. Smelly underwear. Oh, okay. <laughs> Smelly. I'm just said, getting shaking heads. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, take two. Okay. <clears throat> I'm starting this sentence over, and we'll fix it in post. We look to provide our customers with a selection ranging from local boogers to hookers, hairy bald men to dirty flip-flops, and smelly underwear to long braided belts. <laughs> All those can be found at uh, both stores have full-service dreadlocks. There you go. Look at that. That is what you can expect at Ranch Market. And... Um, Eric, I really appreciate you coming in and even sitting through that last bit of silliness. I think it kind of makes a nice uh, ending, a little I think levity. it sounds great. Lauren doesn't seem like he would shop in the ranch market very much if that was the situation, but I think we're all good. I'm there fairly often, and i got to say I might, uh, I might even up my frequency if some of those things were on there. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe I'm with Lauren. I'm going to keep it a mystery. Eric, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks I really appreciate me. you uh, making a little time, sitting Absolutely. down. Absolutely discussing this and again uh the website is elenasvoice.org uh, elena's voice foundation and eric housley i wish you only the best and i hope to continue being a part of your um crusade for kindness your your movement towards just positivity yeah, so hopefully thank creating you for, that positive change thank you thanks for having me thank you for having that uh as what elena's voice represents well, thank you. And we'll, we'll have you back. Lauren, sir, I think we've got uh, a couple minutes. I know Eric has to jet, so all the best. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy the uh, maple fashion, and maybe you can pay, pay for the others or eat them all yourself. Totally. I was going to say, I don't, I don't eat donuts, but you want me to go for them? You don't have to. No, they're, they're for you. You can take oh, okay. them. Yeah, you can take them. You. you can make someone's day with that, that box of donuts. Great. So thank, thank, you. thank you very much. Thank you. Lauren, my friend. Yes, Judd. So now it's just you and me. It's just you and me for well, about the uh, second or third time now. Maybe about three minutes here. What would yeah, you like well, to? What would you like to talk about? Hmm. This. I, I would just like to say I'm. I'm very honored that Eric did come in. You know, I've only just met him officially a couple days ago, and um, very impressed with the direction that they're going in and the the strength that they're showing in the face of this tragedy. Uh, it's it's very admirable. Uh, you know, I said it earlier, and I just think it bears repeating. I I can see it being very easy, and I've heard of this happening, and actually know some folks that just when tragedy st- strikes, they absolutely retreat. Right. Well, I I never got the chance to meet uh, Elena myself, but uh, I'm liking the fact that you and uh, Eric are actually going to combine your be kind and uh, Elena's voice events into one. That I like. Yeah, we'll we we'll, we will be working together. Whether it's events, certainly we talked about uh, just just having the messages put together. The Elena's voice bracelets have become very popular, and the Be Kind buttons have become very popular. So we will probably be working on a, a, a batch of either the bracelets or the buttons or both. But you're not, that, that, 
that use both messages. Well, you know, I'm actually uh, maybe awaiting uh, on the bilingual versions of uh, of the bracelets because you know how you have the red be kind buttons and bilingual. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the bilingual. I'm waiting for the bilingual bracelets too. Okay, that's great. I'm glad you brought that up. That's something we can talk about putting together. Now he talked about how uh, Elena loved to travel, and how he and his family loved to travel, and it uh, can be very eye opening. And it's something I mention almost every week: the importance of getting out of one's bubble. I think can do so much to allay the fear of our fellow humans. There's so much uh, division and fear of the unknown. Well, how do you get to the known? You reach out, you meet people, you travel, you see what their cultures are about. There's a lot of uh, misunderstanding and, um, you know, acts like this sometimes uh, are born out of mental health problem. Sometimes they're born out of fear and hate, which she was talking about. Well, mental health is probably a separate issue, but fear and hate, I really think, and perhaps I am oversimplifying at this point, but it certainly can't hurt to, as Mark Twain said, not vegetate in one's own corner of the earth to actually get out. Whether that means even in your own community, reaching out, maybe attending a a different religious service, maybe attending a uh, cultural event from a group that is not your own ethnicity or tradition. Just go. You know, what's the worst that can happen? You will enjoy it and you leave, but you'll, at least you'll have an understanding. The, the, the better chance is that you're going to go and enjoy yourself, learn a thing or two, and come away with a greater appreciation for our fellow community members, locally and globally. Is that enough of a soapbox for me to get on? Get a passport. That too. I'll harp on that. Get a passport. That's ha- what I'm planning to do soon. <laughs> Have it in your back pocket. You never know when the opportunity will arise, and then you can just be ready to go and have a wonderful time seeing the world. That's right. That's all I've got to say today. I think I'm, me too. I'm kind, of, uh, kind of out. That, even though he did most of the talking, that was a very uh, emotional show. And it was. I appreciate that he came in and he can talk so candidly about it share his experience and promote the message of inclusivity, kindness, positivity. Yeah. Such a that emo- strength, such an emotional show. And uh, perhaps if not one of the last uh, kind of emotional shows before we say farewell to this building, that in itself will be an emotional show, not to the level, um, you know, I put uh, human feelings, uh, you know, humanity above things, but uh, there's no doubt that will be, uh, also full of emotion when we do finally say goodbye to this home, this building we're sitting in. Uh, since when? When was this built? 1947. 1947. And where I've been coming and going for the past 20, 30, it was 30 years. I've already forgotten. Last year or last week we talked about uh, it being 30 years. Well, I've been coming and going for 30 years. So on that note, my friend, always good to see you, Mr. Lauren Mole. I appreciate all that you've done for this show. Uh, since coming to join me uh, two or three weeks into the run six years ago, you brought it to another level. And uh, if I don't say it enough, let me say it again. Thank you, and I appreciate you, sir. You're welcome, John. This special program is dedicated to Elena Housley. This is Lauren Mole speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gillamar production.
We may cry through the pain. Still, her voice will remain, and we'll remember the voice of Elena. We will stand for what's right and what's true. We will lift up the souls of the fallen and lost, and simply do what Elena would do. Do what Elena would do.